It's time for the Rundown with Rob Sanders. Well, we're waiting. Welcome into the Rundown. This is Fox Sports Radio 1400. I am Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. We appreciate you as always. I know, I know that you are today listening because you want to hear Tom Jones. Yes, we play Tom Jones on Friday here on the Rundown. Don't worry, that will be coming up here shortly. But big news coming out of Clemson. I've got to get to this in just a moment. Clemson running back Travis Etienne has made his decision. I will tell you about that. Actually, we'll go with that right now. He has decided. He is returning for his senior season, ladies and gentlemen. Clemson fans everywhere have just lost their mind that their running back is coming back. There you go. We'll have more on that in a moment. We've also got an interview with Matt Branscombe. Matt, why Matt Branscombe? Matt Branscombe is a jiu-jitsu world champion. He's going to break down the big matchup with Conor McGregor and Cowboy Serini this weekend. But huge news, Clemson running back Travis Etienne, the program's all-time leading rusher, will return to the Clemson, uh, the Clemson program for next season. So big, big news there. All right, now, before we get into too much of it, though, I have to wish... My wonderful 12-year-old daughter, a happy birthday today. She is, I, I, I call her my Groot from the Avengers. Her name, of course, is Paula Kay. I get upset when people just call her Paula because we named her Paula Kay. Her name is Paula Kay. So let's go with that. But first of all, shout out to her. As I tell her, she's one of the best things that's ever happened to me. I still remember like running around like toting her in my one arm. Now I can't do that because uh, she's taller than I am. <laughs> raise your hand if your daughter's taller than you are yeah i'm raising my hand of course you can see that on the facebook live feed but i tell you what it is great my daughter is 12 years old so happy to uh to have her so once again love you paula k my baby groot happy 12th birthday to you the big news today though coming out of clemson travis Etienne is returning Yes, Travis Etienne is returning to the Clemson football program. We'll take your calls on that. But first, I've got an interview that I did with Matt Branscombe. And Matt Branscombe is a jiu-jitsu world champion, also very friend of the program, was with the Tomorrow Show Today podcast. Uh, Tomorrow Show Today. (laughs) Tomorrowsfights.com podcast. What am I thinking? All right, anyway. You got to listen to this interview as we preview the big matchup with Cowboy Serini and Connor McGregor. Here's an interview I did earlier with uh, with Matt. I want to welcome into the rundown this afternoon our rundown fight expert Matt Branscombe. Matt, thanks for joining us today, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Rob. Good to be here again. It's awesome to have you in studio with us today. And of course, we have the big fight this weekend with Connor McGregor and uh, Cowboy Cerrone. I think that's how you pronounce his yeah, last Cerrone. name. Cerrone. Cerrone. Okay, yeah. You know, you've seen so much about this fight. We'll talk about it in a moment, but we've got a lot of other great fights on this card. You were telling me before you came in about um, the the fight between Claudia Gadelia and Alexa Grazo. What can we expect in that fight? I mean, both of them very strong, very fast starters. Uh, I have been following Claudia Gadelia since she 
first came into the UFC. She's awesome jujitsu, awesome on her stand up. She's fought once for the title before, and this grasso fight's going to be fun. I, and you know, when you look at that kind of a fight in in the professional wrestling world, they talk about stealing the show. You may not be the main event, but you end up being the fight that's like that's the one that everybody's talking about. Could this fight be that fight? I don't think this one is. But if I had to choose the the main event stealer, <laughs> I would say the Holly Holm Raquel Pennington fight could be the one that that, that most people are going to find the most entertaining. Now, if I'm correct, those two have fought before. They fought before. Holly Holm edged out a decision on her. Um, I would say Raquel Pennington, even though she was late in her career then, has still, over the years, been putting more and more tools into her toolbox and getting better as the years go on. Um, I think she, you know, this is going to be a more competitive fight this time. And you know, Holly's also got something to prove coming off a bad knockout loss in her last fight um, when she fought for the title. So uh, I, I look for these two girls to stand and bang. They're all trying to chase Amanda Nunez. Right. And I believe Amanda, as, as her career goes on, she's putting more and more distance between her and the rest of the pack. She's, you know, the double champ. She's not only the 135, but also the 145 pound champ. So I, I don't see anybody taking that throne from her in a while. I don't see either one of these girls being able to step up after this fight and win. Um, Win a, a fight with her. If if I would say the next up and, up and coming challenger to her throne would be uh, Tatiana Suarez, who is a you know world class wrestler, uh, undefeated in the UFC right now. I think one or two more fights and she's ready to get in there with her. Speaking of which, we had the whole thing with uh, um, with Ronda Rousey and everything was kind of we we got like the overdose on Ronda Rousey. Why is it that? We don't really get that much from Amanda Nunez so much. I believe, you know, it has do you think, to be. And honestly, do you think it's just the way that she looks and the fact that she doesn't really come across as she can go and sit on The Tonight Show and kind of be America's sweetheart? I, I don't know that it's it's her look so much as it's not. She doesn't have that in-your-face <laughs> attitude that Ronda did. Uh, a lot of times we want our fighters, the ones that get the most press, you know, like the man in the main event, is going to be the one that's going to be out there in your face all the time, yelling, I'm the best, you know, down-talking their opponents. And that's just not Amanda. She's she's generally a nice person. She is confident. She, she exudes confidence. But she's not that person that's going to be in the mic, you know, boosting up the next fight, telling everybody in the world that she's the baddest bee, you know? Exactly. Well, and, and this this match is really big for, for Holly Holm because if she loses this, coming off that bad knockout loss, she may get pushed down to the, I mean, nearly the bottom of the card. Well, we got to remember, though, Holly has been in this game a while, and she is a multiple-time boxing world champion. She held the women's featherweight title at 135. She fought for the title multiple times uh, since then. She's she's not going anywhere. She's a mainstay. People love her. Um, she's fun to watch. She's got an exciting style. And, you know, on any given night, she can put your lights out with her hands or her foot. Well, moving on to the main event here, and, uh, of course, Matt Branscombe, our fight expert, joins us here on the rundown this afternoon. We always appreciate him taking some time out. But Conor McGregor and, uh, and Cowboy Cerrone, you know, when you look at this fight, I- I'm always the kind of guy especially like with when you have a football when you have a football game or whatever you look at it like let's say the Kansas City Chiefs this weekend you see all this offense and everything just kind of jumps off the page and that's kind of how it is with Conor McGregor but I think Cerrone is going to knock this guy out I could foresee that happening but 
I believe Connor has shown in all of his fights that he has one heck of a chin and he's not too bad of a defensive fighter. Okay. Cerrone, on the other hand, in his last, he's, what is he? He lost six of his last 10 since 2017. So in four of those, he was knocked out. We've never seen. Conor McGregor knocked out. We've seen him stunned before, but we've never seen him even rocked really hard enough to where you know we thought his lights were going out. We've seen this multiple times from Cerrone. And Cerrone is on that twilight of his career. Fun, fan favorite, love him, will fight anybody at any time, and that's always been his draw. And he does have great, you know, offensive skills as well. But he's touting that he's gonna go out there and they're gonna they're gonna stand and fight. And if that be the case, I see Cerrone getting put out within the first two. Well, there you go with that. But I, I'm just going by just, and I haven't watched a lot of Cerrone's fights. I'm going to catch some of them tonight before uh, before the big matchup tomorrow. But it just seems like the quiet guy to me. And maybe it's just because I've, I've kind of tuned out with the Conor McGregor thing after the, the whole transferring over to boxing. And he's made comments about he wants to fight Floyd Mayweather again. You're stealing money. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, that's what he's doing. And every idiot will buy it. But still, it's just it's just depressing. And maybe I'm just kind of hoping uh, Cerrone goes in there and knocks him out. That might be good for Conor McGregor's career, though, if you think about it. If he has a loss like that, they're going to get another fight. And that'll tune a lot more people in. But I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I'm thinking the professional wrestling aspect of it. But that's not the way it is in UFC. Well, I heard a, I heard a reporter ask him a question the other day. And, and the guy said it uh, perfectly. He said that uh, Conor McGregor is basically a money printing factory. He's, yeah. he's just a money printer. And that's the, that's the truth. He made over $50 million, $60 million in his fight against Floyd Mayweather. So I can't hate on him that. At the end of the day, his profession is prize fighter. And when you're a prize fighter, your ideal is to, to get the biggest prize, not to win the most matches. Uh, you're exactly right on that. But hey, Matt Branscombe, thanks for joining us today uh, here on The Rundown, but as we get set up for uh, the UFC this weekend. Alright, thank you for having me. Matt Branscombe joining us here. It's nice to have a jiu-jitsu champion join us in the studio to break down the big fights over the weekend. And uh, I tell you what, I, I, I'm kind of looking forward to the, to the big fight with, uh, with Conor McGregor, who is a jerk, by the way. I mean, he is a jerk. Half of you wants to see Conor McGregor get knocked on his butt. But the other half is like, he's a showman. He does his thing. We also have the the issue with uh, with Holly Holm, and we'll talk more about the UFC in a moment. But I want to ramp back real quick. Go to my blog page at foxsportsradio1400.com. Just click the line up there, and you will see the big news that I'm going to tell you right now. Travis Etienne has decided to stay at Clemson. Of course, he is the career leader in uh, rushing yards. He got that in the national championship game, 4,038 yards, 56 rushing touchdown, 62 total scores as a Tiger, of course, getting those, uh, those yards on the ground as well. A monumental pickup for Clemson. I mean, I, I honestly thought Travis Etienne was going to go to the pros. I really, really did. Uh, I want to read his Twitter message that uh, he put out earlier. And I'm going to read you the whole thing here because uh, it's that big of an announcement for Clemson here as I pull up the info here. But it's not every day that you get your leading rusher back. 
uh, career leading rusher. That just doesn't happen very often. So he tweets out Matthew sixteen twenty six. What will it profit a man to gain the whole world yet forfeit his soul? Wow. I don't know what happened there, but that is a heck of a heck of a quote there. What will it profit a man to gain the whole world yet forfeit his soul? He says, I want to thank all of you for the love and support you've shown me over the last three years at Clemson all year long. I was asked questions about how special it's been uh, been to have my name mentioned with some of the great running backs in Clemson history, ACC history, and college football history. And even to this day, looking back on all we've been able to accomplish with the help of my coaches and teammates, I still can't believe what a ride it's been. God has blessed me so much during my time here with three playoff appearances, three ACC titles, two national championship berths, and a national title. But my most memorable moments have been all the work I've put in with my brothers on the team and enjoying every minute of the journey. I thank God for leading me here and lighting the steps on my path to where I am today and where my faith in him will carry me next. When I arrived at Clemson in 2017, I was just a kid from Jennings, Louisiana, with a dream of becoming the best football player and best man I could be. Coach Sweeney, Coach Elliott, my my family, my teammates, and so many others have helped me reach for that dream every single day. And I will always be thankful for their belief in me as a player and as a person. Speaking of dreams, I've long dreamed of competing at the highest level and getting the best chance to compete in the NFL, but I'm not done dreaming here at Clemson either, which is why I'm announcing that I will be returning for my senior season. I look forward to earning my degree from this great university and continuing to fight with my brothers on the team to make you proud during the 2020 season. Travis Etienne. We'll take your calls. On this monumental uh, day here for Clemson, getting your all-time leading rusher back. That is a huge, huge thing for Clemson. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. If you want to sound off on Travis Etienne, are you as shocked as I am? The news came out. He put out the tweet just a little bit ago. The tweet comes out at, let's see here, 15 minutes ago. So right at 3 o'clock, this comes out, and Travis Etienne announces it. And then uh, I honestly, I didn't know going into the show this was going to happen. Otherwise, we'd have planned something a little bit more, a little more, uh, a little more show prep behind it. But Travis Etienne coming back, do you agree with this decision? Is that what you would have told him to do? We'll take your calls on that at 803-978-978. One eight three two eight zero three nine seven eight one eight three two is the number to call. If you want to join us now, you can do that. Eight zero three nine seven eight one eight three two. So big, big deal there for Clemson. I was all jacked up today to talk about fights, the big fights this weekend. Then I get this huge football news. So in the past couple of days, we've had Clemson keeping one of their starting defensive tackles saying goodbye to their quarterback, their backup quarterback, and then saying, whoa, wait a minute, we get to keep our all-time leading rusher as well? I don't know what Dabo Sweeney's doing up there at Clemson, but man, Travis Etienne essentially turned down millions of dollars to go back to Clemson. I mean, literally, millions of dollars. 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832, is the number of the call if you want to talk about Travis Etienne. We'll take calls on that all throughout the afternoon here. 
if you want to join us on the show. Uh, I'm kind of shocked by this. Now, now I don't think that uh, with two of those guys coming back, I mean, who are we waiting on? We're waiting on Isaiah Simmons. Will he make the track? Will he go? Or will he come back? At this juncture, I, I, would you be surprised if he came back to Clemson? Would anybody be shocked? Anyway, we'll take your calls on that now. 803-978-1832. That is the number to call to join us on the rundown here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Uh, Clemson fans already lighting it up on Twitter. That is Positive Mike checks in earlier and says he's not shocked. I got to ask Positive Mike, what's going on up there? I mean, I honestly thought that ETN was going to go and go on to the NFL. I really did. But he's decided he's going to get his degree at Clemson and play with his brothers, as he said, in 2020. So big news here on the rundown. We'll get your calls up here in just a moment. Thank you guys for uh, chiming in over here on the phones. We've got to go to a break, though. We come back. We'll go out to the phones and uh, get some responses on Travis Etienne making his decision to come back to Clemson for his senior season. More of the rundown in just a moment. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio 1400. Welcome back to the rundown. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Sounds Good. Welcome back to the rundown. I am Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining me here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. In case you missed it, the big news, we talked about it early in the first segment. Travis Etienne has decided he is coming back to the Clemson Tigers. Ladies and gentlemen, I do a lot of work putting together segments for the show. And I thought that we would have something a little different today. We'd talk a little bit about the big fights coming up this weekend. Of course, had my world champion jiu-jitsu expert on with us. And then Travis Etienne drops this bombshell on us. Let's head out to the phones. And welcome into the rundown. Good afternoon. Hey, how are you? Good, man. How's it going? Hey, uh, I, I was told um, I was told uh, a few days ago that ETM's mom uh, wanted him to, to stay and finish school. And I think that kind of I think that he he kind of listens to her. But anyway, well, do you listen um, to your I'm mom? Glad. Do you listen to your yeah, mom? Ab- Absolutely. I listen, I, you know, no, hey, I that's that. the way it is, man. You're right about that. So maybe that's uh, what it boils down to. Who knows? You know what I mean? Absolutely. Y'all have a great day. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right. We'll take your calls on Travis Etienne. If his mama leaned on him and said, hey, finish your degree, that's kind of the way to go. If your mama says, hey, stay in school and finish your degree, no, no shame in that. But... Pro Football Focus says that he is the top running back prospect for the 2020 NFL Draft, although they grade him as a second-round pick. Now, a lot of that's got to do with the fact that running backs don't get picked in the first round. The last running back to get picked in the first round was Saquon Barkley. So he would have went into it as the top running back, but looking at it, how far would you drop? Here's the thing, too. I don't think he will go any... I don't think he will lose any spots by coming back. 
I really don't. We'll see how that works out. But we will uh, definitely keep following this story this afternoon. As Travis Etienne has decided, he is coming back to Clemson. This changes everything for Clemson now. Because you went into today with thinking, all right, I mean, I thought the same thing. I thought Travis Etienne was the, was the most likely to go to the NFL. In fact, I thought T. Higgins should stay and Travis Etienne uh, uh, should go. That's kind of how my thinking, simply because of the whole running back position. But as they say, the rich just keep getting richer at Clemson because now you've got your basic, your big one-two punch there with ETN and Lynn J. Dixon and then, of course, Demarcus Bowman looking, yeah, looking down the road there. Um, that's who they're going to have. So, yeah, there's that. So, it's kind of funny. Travis Etienne decides he's coming back. Just huge, huge news for Clemson and and for next season. Do you think he made the right move? We'll take your calls at 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number of the call. Shout out to my buddy Kale watching on Facebook. We appreciate him. I don't know if Kale should call us and talk to us about this. He had some thoughts he told me the other day. 803-978-1832 with uh, Travis Etienne returning. I don't know if it's his mama or if Dabo Sweeney gives them them the speech, but very seldom does the uh, top-rated player at a position decide, you know what, I'm going to come back for my senior year. And if you read his statement, his statement was, it read like a cookie cutter statement of love what I've done here at Clemson. It's been a heck of a ride, but oh yeah, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. <clears throat> Me personally, from a player standpoint, I think it's great for Clemson, but I think it's the wrong move for ETN. Of course, you can send your hate tweets to at Rob Sounds Good or call me up at 803-978-1832. If you're the number one rated player in your position and you want to play in the NFL draft, play in the NFL. You go now. You can always go back and get your degree. Okay, we're not talking about a guy that's a fringe fifth-round pick here. We're talking about a guy that Pro Football Focus says is the number one rated running back in the draft. Number one. They have him going in the second round. You're going to make tons of money. Johnny says Dabo's paying him pretty good down there in Death Valley, and he would stay too. I don't know if it's an issue of that. Unsaid unsaid things here. We don't need to say those things. Look, if he decided to return for his degree like some folks think, or if he was upset with his performance in the national championship game, maybe that's what it was. Nobody likes to leave when you've got just a... I don't know. It's not the way he wanted to go out. It really wasn't. But I'm in the camp of, I don't think that's the best move for him. I really don't. Ranked second nationally in yards per carry last season at 7.8. Totaling 1,614 yards, 19 rushing touchdowns, and 432 receiving yards. So, yeah. He can get the job done at several different spots. But I don't know if that's the right move to come back. What are your thoughts? We'd love to take those this afternoon here on The Rundown.
on Fox Sports Radio 1400. You can give us a call at 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832. As um, I'm kind of shocked this afternoon. Dropped at 301 this afternoon as the show started. I was all happy, going to be telling my daughter happy birthday on the air. and ended up throwing me into a loop for that. With the huge news from Clemson with uh, Travis Etienne returning. We've also got some news on the Gamecock front. The Gamecocks have announced that uh, they found their special teams coordinator. We'll get into that this afternoon in just a little bit. And we'll talk about um, a couple of little things here. Gamecock women's basketball team last night, no problems at Mizzou as uh, they beat the snot out of the, 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 uh, the Mizzou folks. Johnny on Facebook says, I mean, it's kind of weird. Why ain't he going to the NFL to be the number one rated running back coming out of college? I don't know. Okay, well, I'm not saying something's going on. I'm just saying that I'm sure he can find on Twitter or on on the Internet the Pro Football Focus site. Someone should show it to him. Hey, man, you're the number one rated running back in the country. Yes, you should be going. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832. Phillip says, DeAndre Swift, Jonathan Taylor, Oklahoma State, uh, Chubba Hubbard, and Ohio State's J.K. Dobbins. That's why he's coming back. Look, he's rated the highest guy ever. He's, he's the highest guy rated right now. So I don't buy that. Let's take a quick break when we come back. We'll talk about what the Gamecocks are doing with their uh, their special teams coordinator, kind of promoting from within. Do you agree with that? We'll talk about that and a lot more this afternoon. Here on The Rundown, you're listening to Fox Sports Radio 1400. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday, a tradition here on The Rundown. Enjoy yourself some Tom Jones. Bobbing your head in the car. It's okay. It's all right. It's not all right. So here's what we got. The big headline: Travis Etienne's coming back. Some uh, instant reaction from some folks on Facebook Live, and of course, you can respond too. 803-978-1832. But the big thing here: Carla says he wants a diploma. Johnny says, but he can always go back and get his diploma. So some good back and forth here. Johnny says, come on, dude, you're a Clemson fan, so you ain't going to think anything is going on. It will come out like the USC Trojans violations in the early 2000s. Look, there's no, you can sit here, and I know Gamecock fans are talking about, oh, the new spring, the new spring this and the new spring that. Look, lots of other radio shows won't say things like that on the air, but I will because that's what people think. Okay, we try to be a show of the people here, and that's what Gamecock fans think. Oh, my goodness, something's going on up there. How does this guy come back? Until we have something in concrete, though, you just look like a sourpuss. So stop with all the nonsense. Okay, we'll take calls on that, though, at 803-978-1832. Some news for for Gamecock fans. Coleman Hansler, by the way, left the program. So... Kyle Krantz will take over the special team spot for South Carolina. 
you know, there, there's a lot to be said that um, this season about maybe the Gamecocks didn't field some punts. Uh, I've had folks say that uh, if Brian Edwards fielded a punt at Missouri, things would have been a little bit different. Maybe that's kind of a they're looking for kind of a revamp on special teams. And I don't think a lot of people really think about special teams much. You know, I, I truly believe that. I think that, you know, you think so much on offense and defense, you forget about special teams. Special teams are a huge part of the game. A huge part of the game. So maybe Krantz will be able to uh, maybe have some new ideas, some stuff that he can bring in, like, hey, maybe we should catch punts. It's a good idea. I don't know. I don't think that's the least. I think that's the least of the Gamecocks' problems, though, is special teams, in my opinion. But they did get a new special teams coordinator, even though he's been at South Carolina for four seasons now, served as an analyst on the defense, not coaching for two seasons, and then when the NCAA approved that tenth on-field assistant, he was a promoted and assisted Hutzler who just left on special teams, also coaching Nickelback and Sam linebackers. So he will. It's kind of it's almost seamless though when you think about it because the players that played on special teams are going to be listening to a guy that really helped them last season. So the idea maybe he'll have some ideas that will help revitalize the Gamecock special teams. I'm not sure. We shall see. 803-978-1832 803-978-1832. It it seems like South Carolina in the offseason they went a lot with Hey, we're just going to go with uh, getting a lot of folks from Georgia. That's kind. Of, it's almost like Georgia light. You know what I mean? Getting a lot of guys that had some success at Georgia. Mike Bobo was successful with a lot of his offenses at Georgia. Bringing in uh, Cox to work with uh, with the program as well. But it, it's almost like the off season, in my opinion, has been. The one good thing about the offseason has been Jordan Birch. Of course, once he signs his commitment letter next month, that's a big deal. So that that can kind of sanitize and, you know, give yourself some mouthwash from that 4 and 8 season, knowing that in the past two seasons, you got Zach Pickens who everybody thinks is going to be just a monumental player, and they think the same thing about Jordan Birch. So you've got some pieces you can build with on that offense or the defensive line for the Gamecocks. But then you hear about all the changes on offense. Of course, Jake Bentley leaving the program, heading to the uh, Utah Utes, going all the way across the country to play ball. I think that's a big deal. I think uh, losing, of course, you know, you've got brand new running backs that are going to be coming in because the one area that you had that was solid last season, in my opinion, was the running back spot with Tavian Feaster and ended up leading the team in rushing. And then, of course, you had uh, Rico Dowdle, who both have have, uh, finished up their careers at South Carolina. Now you're going to go with a lot of freshmen, basically. Now, I mean, you have one sophomore, but you're going to lean on a lot of your freshmen. Comment from Facebook, a lot of transfers came with Mike Bobo. Hope this was the right move. You know, I, I the uh, the quarterback that came with him, I mean, 
you know, South Carolina's got two quarterbacks, in my opinion, three quarterbacks, because I still think to carry on Joyner, they haven't quite figured out what they're going to do with him. But this guy's a former Mr. Football. He can play football. It's not like he went to South Carolina and just forgot how to play football. They got to find somewhere to put him. It may not be as a quarterback, but the kind of player that he can and the moves that he can make, you got to find a spot for him on the field. The one player I do like, though, is the fullback. And I'll tell you why. What makes an offense generally better in college football is if you do something different. If you do something that defensive coordinators really don't have, have to see every week, that's great. Everybody's running a lot of spread stuff now, and you've got a lot of, of the RPO stuff now, and you hear about all this and all that, but you don't hear a lot about, hey, we've got a fullback, and we're going to knock your head off with him, and we're going to let our running back run up the field with that. So the idea they actually have a guy that's listed as a fullback that can actually go out there and play fullback, I think that's great because not a lot of teams really do that anymore. So now you're giving that defensive, uh, that defensive coordinator something else he has to plan for. That and if you, if you need two yards, you're going to get two yards generally if you have a fullback. You can put it in his belly or you can have him block for your running back, one or the other. So I like the idea of having an actual fullback. Good stuff there for the Gamecocks on that front. I I think that's the one thing I like as far as coming in on the transfer front that I like for South Carolina. I don't know about the quarterback. I know he's had some knee injuries, you know, but I think the big thing that we need to watch in the spring game, and I'm sure that Bobo's not going to show us much, but it will be interesting to see First of all, what they do with the carry-on joiner. Second of all, is uh, Doty going to come in and try to unseat Helensky? Because not knocking Helensky, but the reality is even Bobo said his mechanics need some work. If Doty comes in and has lights the world on fire in the spring game, it's going to be an interesting summer for the fans of the Gamecocks. Could we have a quarterback controversy? What? Maybe. Who knows? More of the rundown in just a moment. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio 1400. Final segment of the rundown for the week. The big story today, Travis Etienne has decided to return to Clemson. Be sure to check out the full write-up on that at FoxSportsRadio1400.com. Just click my name up top. Says Rob Sanders, you can uh, get involved there as well. Also on Twitter at Rob Sounds Good. Uh, last week, if you listened to my NFL picks, you would have been a 75% winner. That means I went three for four. Today, I'm giving you my two picks for the weekend as we get set up for the AFC and NFC championship games. Right now, Kansas City is at home against Tennessee. They are a a 7.5-point favorite. Look, the big thing with this is that people seem to forget that Tennessee has already, in in this playoff season, they've eliminated the New England Patriots. Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, you know, those guys that won the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, they sent them packing. They deleted the number one. I say deleted because that's what they did. They beat, deleted, 
sent to the doors the number one seed in the playoffs, the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson, we heard so much about him. Oh, he's the greatest thing ever. Yeah, he couldn't do anything against uh, at home against the Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry ran for 188 yards against the Chiefs in Week 10. But here's my thing. He's going to get his yards regardless. Kansas City's defense is good, but they're not, you know, they're not world-shattering good. Okay? What the Kansas City Chiefs do have, though, is Pat Mahomes. And he is a different quarterback. Look, Tom Brady is great. You can call him the greatest of all time, but Tom Brady's 42 years old. Lamar Jackson really and truthfully can't really make down the field throws as a stand back in the pocket, drop back passer. Hey, I'm going to make my reads and go. Okay? But they faced two different kinds of quarterbacks in the two, and they were able to stop them. Now, can they stop Pat Mahomes? That's going to be the big story. I think Kansas City wins this game, but I think the Titans cover. Look for a 27-23 type matchup. I think the Titans will make the game murky, dirty, whatever you want to call it. Try to keep the game slow-moving and give the ball a ton. He had 32 carries, Derrick Henry did, against the Patriots. Expect the same type of game. That's what's going to happen in this game, in my opinion, with the uh, the Titans and the Chiefs. Take the Titans and get the 7.5 points. Chiefs went out right. Here's the other one, the Green Bay Packers and San Francisco 49ers. Now, if you listen to this program, you know that I'm a Green Bay apologist. You know that. So I know you're thinking, oh, well, Rob's going to pick Green Bay. Well, yes, I am picking Green Bay, but not because I'm a Green Bay apologist, because... The San Francisco 49ers are giving up seven and a half points. Now, his team did beat Green Bay 38 to 7 in November. I get that. But for some reason, when the playoffs come down to it, in my opinion, I'll take Aaron Rodgers over everybody else. Regular season game, yeah, not so much. He was 0 for 8 on throws of 10 plus yards downfield against San Francisco in week 12. That's not going to happen. Aaron Rodgers will keep his team in it. Now, will they pull it out? I don't know. I don't know if they'll completely pull that out, but it's going to be close. So I say take the underdogs this weekend. And you know what? I think the Packers are going to beat San Francisco. Yep. Write it down. Johnny asks, who do I think could stop Derrick Henry? Well, Derrick Henry. What I mean by that is is that if Derrick Henry hurts himself, that's what will stop him because nobody else has stopped him. He is a, a grinded-out running back. Think about this. In the, Green, uh, the uh, New England game, he had 32 carries for 187 yards. That's about six yards a carry. That First and ten, you give him the ball, you get six yards. What else do you want from this guy? Ryan Tannenhill is, is playing like, I don't know what's going on with him, but he is very protect-the-ball type thing. This this Titans team, they play pretty good defense, too, but they kind of remind me of, I don't know, like like, like the old Baltimore Ravens, where they're going to play good defense, they're going to run the ball, and you're going to have to beat them. You're going to have to beat them. They're not going to beat themselves. They're too well coached with Mike Vrabel, which... By the way, that guy should be coach of the year. Not taking anything away from these other guys, but that's that's just my opinion. 
Some instant reaction. Mike on Facebook says ETN will get more runs with Scott gone, improving his draft stock. Well, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. I mean, I guess if he gets more carries, you think that Coach Sweeney's going to give him more carries in the fourth quarter? Because I think up until like game 10 or 11, he had like, what, four carries total in the fourth quarter? And let's be honest, with what Clemson has coming back, I do worry with the offensive line. He's not going to have John Simpson to run behind next year. Uh, yeah, that, you got to think about that too. But I, I still think it's a kind of a bad move for him, in just my opinion. Number one rated running back. You've done everything you can at Clemson. That degree is important, but you know what? Clemson's got programs where guys come back. You've got a five-year shelf life in the NFL. He's 21 years old now. You could be retired at 26, back at Clemson, working as an offensive analyst, getting your degree for the nothing, and have millions of dollars in the bank. Which I think Travis Etienne is going to make millions of dollars in the NFL. We have time to take your call, 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832. My picks, though, for the weekend, Green Bay to cover, Titans to cover. Get 7.5 on both. I think that Green Bay wins out, and I like Kansas City with a heads-up win there. So there you go. There's my picks. By the way, one quick note here before we leave, and I know a lot of folks have talked about this. The stuff with Odell Beckham Jr. is an absolute shame. This guy's taken away the spotlight and everything else from the national championship run that the LSU Tigers had. And he's made it about himself. Let's go out to the phones real quick before we get out of here. Good afternoon. Welcome to the rundown. Hey, Rob, it's always good to hear your show, my buddy, you and Lon. I appreciate uh, it. How many running backs will be going before you can? If he, uh, ah, that's, a, that's something to think about, isn't well, it? I, I get you, but according to Pro Football Focus, he's the number one rated running back overall. I mean, Did anybody tell him that? Somebody, uh, that's what I'm saying. Somebody needs to tell this young man that. I mean, uh, the people, are, I know Clemson fans are going to be snapping at you like, Rob, he needs to come back. He was rated the number one rated running back by Pro Football Focus in this draft class. Number one. And they see him as a second-round pick. And this guy's coming back. Tell me, Cleveland man, that I'm not crazy. Is that a definite? I wonder if his parents, can anybody, he's got to go. He can always come back and get by that degree, man. Well, you don't need to buy your degree, but you can earn it. I'm just saying he can come back and earn that degree after, you know what I'm saying? I'm with you, and I know Clemson oh, fans, they're going to beat me up on Twitter later on, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't get it. I mean, he's going to come back as the number one rated running back, according to Pro Football Focus, in the country. No, no suppose he come back and get hurt. I, I hope not. Well, I, I hope not, but I, 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 they have big-time insurance policies for running backs yeah. like this, and I'm sure that he will be under one of those policies, and if something happens, he will be rewarded justly, I'm sure. My big thing, though, what and, and, is Lynn J. Dixon going to do now? Uh, well, we'll have to see. If he gets pushed yeah. by Demarcus Bowman, he may uh, decide that he wants to go to somewhere else. Yeah. But I tell you what, I, I think of all these guys that are leaving and thinking, you know what? If I'm Coach Scott down in South Florida, uh, hey, Chase Bryce, we'd love to have you. Hey, oh, yeah. Lynn J. Dixon, we'd love to have you. All these guys that are not getting playing time at Clemson, which is happening everywhere. South Florida could have a heck of a team next year with a bunch of second-string Clemson guys. Yeah. Thank you, Rob. Thanks, man. Appreciate you listening. 
I tell you what, though, that is shocking news there that uh, ETN is coming back. What happens if Isaiah Simmons comes back? When we go to ACC kickoff, I'm going to ask Dabo Sweeney, what, do he tell, what does he say to these guys when they come to him? Because, I mean, I really want to know. There's a reason Dabo Sweeney makes a lot of money. Maybe it's convincing young men to come back and play. Number one rated running back in the country said, you know what, I'm not going to go in the NFL. Not going to happen. Appreciate you listening to The Rundown this week. We'll be back with more on Monday. Be sure to follow me on the weekend over Twitter, all at Rob Sounds Good. Remember your picks. Take the underdogs. Green Bay, 7.5. Tennessee, 7.5. We'll see you on Monday.